Good afternoon, everybody. Almost afternoon. Yeah, it's like 11 o'clock. Today is a really nice, bright day. It's supposed to be windy, so we'll see what happens. Hopefully it's a nice, quiet weekend. I love quiet weekends. Today's daily bread is called, He Changed Me. And the verse comes from Ezekiel chapter 18, verse 27. But if a wicked person does what is just and right, they will save their life. When John, who ran the biggest brothel in London, was sent to prison, he falsely believed, I am a good guy. While there, he decided to attend Bible study at the prison because there was cake and coffee, but he was struck how happy the other inmates seemed to be. He started to cry during the first song and later received a Bible. Reading from the prophet Ezekiel changed him, hitting him like a thunderbolt. He read, but if a wicked person turns away from their wickedness and does what is just and right, that person will surely live. They will not die. God's word came alive in him and he realized, I wasn't a good guy. I was a wicked. I was wicked and needed to change. While praying with the pastor, he said, I found Jesus Christ and he changed me. These words from Ezekiel were spoken to God's people when they were exiled. Although they turned from God, he longed he would rid themselves of their offenses and get a new heart and a new spirit. But those words helped him to repent and live. As he followed Jesus, the one who called sinners to repentance. May we respond to the Spirit's conviction of sin that we too might enjoy forgiveness and freedom. How do you react to the question whether or not you're a good person? In what areas of your life could you repent and live? Father God, thank you for making me aware of my sinful behavior through your Holy Spirit. Soften my heart to repent and to receive your forgiveness. Amen. This is absolutely beautiful and it, it does take the Holy Spirit moving to recognize your own behavior in this world. There is a difference between um, believing you're a good person and actually being one. I used to believe I was a good person and there was a moment in my life where it hit me like a ton of bricks. I had finally started digging beyond the surface level of myself. I actually started digging into the core of myself, my subconscious, my inner thoughts. I started hearing myself. I started listening. I started to cut out the distractions and actually listen to what I was saying within my head. I, I have a video, it's one of my very first ones, and I said that. I said you have to get away from the distractions, you have to turn off the music, you have to get away from people, you have to remove yourself from places, and you actually have to listen to the inside of yourself. And see, I was so busy distracting myself, trying to be busy at work and busy at home and always busy, 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 that I never actually listened to the inside of myself. But it was in searching for happiness that um, at my job, I realized I was not a good person. The inside of me thought a lot of mean things and the things I did were with the intention of making others do what I wanted them to do, do things that would make me happy. I wanted them to do their job a certain way because it made me 
happy that they did it the way I wanted them to do it and then I thought everything would be perfect within my work life you know I wanted my kids to be able to behave a certain way because then you know that looked good they were well behaved it's just not true that's so controlling and that in itself and this may offend people because they hate hearing this world that is a narcissistic behavior Um, There are many behaviors when you start doing things with the intention of making people do what you want them to do for your self-satisfaction, that is a narcissistic behavior. And most people have it. To be honest, um, like it's very, most broken people have acquired a narcissistic behavior that they don't know how they don't they're not aware i was never aware that i was this person and see most people saw me and they thought oh christine you're such a nice person but see it was the inside that nobody saw and that's what really mattered because see we can say on the outside on the outside i'm not that way on the outside look at me i'm okay but what about the inside what's on the inside of you Start asking yourself those questions. What, why am I really doing this? Why am I, you know, how controlling am I? Why am I doing the things I'm doing? What, what thoughts are linked to my behavior? And I break myself down so very much for after that, every day I would go to work and I would prepare myself and I would break down and analyze every behavior and thought I had. Why did I do this behavior? What thought was attached to it? Because see, our our head and our heart and our behavior all have to be in sync with God and within our purpose for us to actually truly be happy. So if anything of that is out of whack, let's just say, you know, I want to be happy, okay? My behaviors, I'm doing what it takes to be happy, but in my heart, it's just not there yet. But as long as I sit and I stay within sync and I do the right things and I think the right things and I do my best to get through the day, and and um, those are due during my tough times, I know eventually my heart will follow sync because we do fall into those slumps of, I just don't feel like it. I just feel yucky today. I just feel unhappy. I'm sad. I'm angry. And we're allowed to have those feelings. We're allowed to feel those, but recognize them and don't allow yourself to react on those behaviors because then you start reverting into that wicked person and you start reacting on those thoughts and behaviors of anger and upsetness and you react to other people and then you put your emotional burden on them. And this is such a beautiful thing. This this man, John, who ran the biggest brothel in London there was a movie I watched and it was about um, a man he ran the mob he ran a mob and I can't remember what it was called it was called Brooklyn something he ran the mob and so many people thought he was the greatest guy because he did all these wonderful things within you know within eyes view but deep down he was a wicked man It took a long time for these people to see, ah, he was a bad man. He just used that as a facade to carry on, uh, you know, the wickedness on the outside. So I'm really grateful for those times in my life that, and I didn't believe in God at the time when I was recognizing my behavior. Um, 
I did some pretty radical things. I stepped away from a lot of people. I just, I was just in shock at who I truly was and what thoughts were going on because I always thought I was such a good person because everybody told me I was a good person. That's the thing about flattery and, and validation from other people. It means nothing if the inside of you is ugly. See, everybody was telling me, Christine, you're doing a good job. You're doing this. Wow, you, you're looking great. You got the apartment. You got your kids. Life is wonderful. Look at you. Hooray, hooray, hooray. But on the inside, I was the ugliest person ever. My heart was like so ugly and black. And yeah, that changed me. That moment in my life when I saw who I was in my behavior really, really changed me. And I see myself very often. There's phases you see yourself. God will reveal what you look like in this world in phases. I had that moment of my behavior that really changed how I behave to other people. And then, you know, I had the moment where I saw myself as my soul. I saw who I'd become entirely in this world and I let that old self die. And that was painful. That was a hard moment. That was very, very hard to let myself, self, selfish self die. When I recognized it, it just, it killed me. It killed me for, for weeks. I carried that, like it was like death within me. And eventually God brought me out of those things. So he does change us. I believe our church did a video on this. How did he change you? You know, and how did he change me? By making me aware of who I really am in this world and not lying to myself and not allowing other people to lie to me. Because on the outside, people will always validate each other. We're here to uplift and love. But until somebody shows us different, and somebody until somebody contradicts our behavior and we start questioning ourselves we're never going to change and i can't remember what it was that contradicted me i didn't like how people treated me i didn't like how people in my past treated me i wanted to change how i felt about the way people treated me i didn't like the words that were said i didn't like how I felt when people talked to me because they talked to me in a way that was demeaning. But in order for that to change, I had to see that I myself was that very person. I was treating people the very way I didn't like to be treated. So I had to change how I treated others before they can in return start changing how they treated me. And that's how I saw who I was the very first like very conscious awakening, if you want to call it that, to my behavior. That's how it all aspired. I, I didn't like how people treated me and I wanted it to change. And in that, I began to recognize those very same behaviors in myself. So I had to change how I treated others. And then in return, they changed how they treated me. And that's how change begins. What a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful story. And I'm going to leave with a Bible story um, about the Pharisee and the tax collector. And this is a, a, a story just like what I read out of there. And it comes from Luke chapter 18. And it starts at verse 9. And it's Jesus. He spoke this parable to some who trusted in themselves trusted in themselves that were righteous and despised others. 
Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself. Within, these are when you start hearing the words within. God, I thank you that I am not like the other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this tax collector. See, he was saying these things within himself. On the outside, he was a Pharisee. He was he was noble. He was perfect. He was upholding the word of God. Everybody looked up to him. But on the inside, you see what he's praying to God? Glad I'm not that man. How terrible that man is. And he goes, I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all I possess. And the tax collector, standing afar off, could not so much as raise his eyes to heaven. But he beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me as a sinner. See, God couldn't even look upon God. He felt so shameful of his sin. All he could do was burst out in anger and just cry to God. That's all he had. He wasn't even thinking of the Pharisee. He wasn't even thinking about anybody else. All he was thinking about was him, himself, and his own behavior and how disgusted he was with himself. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Now, which this means is the Pharisee is going to go on believing, he invalidating himself that he's a noble man. And look at me. I do all the right things. I think I'm a good person, so I must be a good person. But the very fact that he sat there judging another man in prayer, that is not our right to judge other people, made him just worse than the tax collector. The tax collector himself was so focused on just trying to have his sins relieved and worried about what he was portraying in this world that he didn't care and he wasn't judging other people. He just wanted to focus on his sins and what he needed to do to take care of them with God. So what a beautiful story to lead as an example within this story of the daily bread. So I love you guys and you have a wonderful day. God bless.